Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabot & Co. here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ah, welcome in. A rainy Tuesday here in the Commonwealth. Rabot & Co. ESPN 680, 105.7. Alongside Zach Cantrell. My name's Louis Rabot. Hanging out with you for the next two hours. Bobby V after us. And, of course, Roundtable got you until 6 o'clock. We'll go local here. I mean, every weekday. We'll get you through the work week here. ESPN Louisville. ESPNLouisville.com. You can check out any of our programming there. Uh, as the, as well, uh, Mark Anderson with me as he is every Tuesday. Uh, they're re-showing the end of the Pistons game last night. I should not have looked up at the television. I don't know why, Mark. I, if Louisville fans don't think I understand what they're going through as far as watching a team that they really do love, just suck. <laughs> My Pistons. I cared. Le- they're 848. I cared last night. That's embarrassing. They got ripped <laughs> off last night. They actually got they got a host last night. They, they absolutely did. Yeah. And unlike ah. uh, other organizations that we know, uh, the coach justifiably rips them after the game, and, and then the league you you be actually agreed with them. Right? Agreed with them, admitted the mistake, and you know what? They'll still play the rest of the games for the rest of the season. Like the world will not end if you just admit that your referee blew it. In fact, sometimes admitting that your referee blew it helps. Yeah, no, weird. Imagine weird that. How are you, Mark? I'm great, man. Yeah. I've got to do trivia with uh, Plank and Baker and Diener there. Is there anything more embarrassing than not knowing something during uh, radio not, broadcasted trivia? It's worse. Well, it we is, do it every worse. Friday with us, too, you uh, know, with yeah, something yeah, aspect, yeah. too. But it, the <laughs> nightmare happened where it was like, here's a thing the kids say. What does it mean? Oh, no. And we're deliberating it, and we don't know. That's a nightmare for me. The old white dad guy thing. Yeah. So it's real. It did not go well. No, it's, it's so, that part of it. Overall, yeah. we did fine. Uh, yesterday, I said uh, that I thought Bozich is doing God's work because he's laying out the plan for one Kenneth Payne. Does anyone call him Kenneth? I think we should start. What? What, what is the frequency, Kenneth? What is it? What's, what's his middle name? <laughs> Got to say the whole thing. I was telling. I, I tell Zach one of my favorite things. Ever on SportsCenter is John Anderson's looking up people's middle names when they grounded into double plays. Victor Payne. How about that? A little KV Payne. Instead of K- KP, KV. I'm into that. How about that? <laughs> KVP. KVP. <laughs> the opposite of MVP. Is that what we're... Hey, you got to Wikipedia a lot faster than I did. Um, is anyone... How many people are buying the plan, Mark? Or if we if we hit it one, okay, and he, and he works at WBRB. Yeah, okay. I thought. Uh, Why lo- does Tyler Griever buy the plan? Uh, I t- <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to laugh at that. I like that. That's good. 
Look, I, I don't know. I can't imagine that that's uh, persuasive to anybody. And that was that was actually one of the things I'd written down on a sheet to try and get to yesterday. We just never got to. It was like, sure. if you're Josh Hurd and he comes in and this is the plan, what is your reaction You know, to that? And obviously, the biggest, the biggest problem with it is that it contradicts the things he has said. Correct, right. Consistently. Uh, but more, I thought last night it, it, they are... He and Eric are good. This is. Did you get people yesterday who were suggesting this was just sort of a cynical good cop bad cop thing with Eric Crawford? Uh, they. Nest- oh, I got a lot of that. Sure. And, and that's not true. I, that is, he believes it. But I thought on the little overtime video that they did last night, which was good, you know, just to sort of see them acknowledge the furor over all of this, uh, that that he kind of slipped and said, "This is the plan that Kenny's presenting." Right. Have any of you heard Kenny present this plan? It's what I talked about at 11 yesterday. It was, no, we don't hear those things. You were validated yesterday by him saying that. I heard you yesterday at 11 talk about it. Like, hey, this is a, this is Kenny's plan. And he's, he's talking to Rick and Rick only for Rick to, to say, this is the plan he's presenting. To whom has Kenny presented said plan? Rick. Just you. Correct. I agree. Yes. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's you, why. You were right. That's, by the way, the only way we were ever going to find out. What Kenny was thinking. This is it. And by the way, it also shows something that I didn't talk about yesterday, which is that Payne is worried about his job status. That, he's, that he is worried about yes. it? Yeah. Because there were games during this season, Mark, where I thought he was trying to get fired. I, I, where his team showed not up Not trying away. to not get fired. No. I, I think like actively trying to get the buyout, getting an extra couple million bucks. Like It looked that bad to me this year. This I, does not. These are not the actions of a man that wants to be fired today. Because, by the way, if he gets fired today, it's worth two more million dollars than if he gets fired in like five weeks or something. There's no way they're waiting that out. (laughs) Josh Hurd wrote the contract, by the way. Kenny Payne does not have an agent. All of these things are Josh Hurd's fault, period. This part of the process right now is Josh Hurd's fault. It is. It just is. If this was going to be a dumpster fire, which you have to put into, you have to protect yourself. There are no protections in this contract. That's it. Nate Oates is only $4 million more of a buyout than Kenny Payne. Put that in your brain and think about it. That is a terrifying fact. For someone who is going to make the next hire to have that in a contract, that scares me to death. Hate to put you in the spot. But it is. I mean, that doesn't put me in a spot. Josh doesn't. I, I, listen, I never hear from him about things we say. If he was bought, oh, I believe that. I if believe he that. was if he was um, sensitive about how anyone feels about this, we would know by now. <laughs> I think that's probably right. Yes, we of all people in this station would know. Yeah, I think you're right. I I just it's a bad contract, man. And it's look, a bad. It's exasperated. It's, it's a bad it's contract because he's bad. I agree, but you have to be ready for that. It's first time head coach, man. I I don't know. Zero percent here. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I agree um, that most of it's on Kenny Payne. Because being only a bad because coach, but I, I think it's it remains a mystery just how much say he really had in any part of it because he was still interim at the time. Uh, I, I, it's maybe it's a discussion we'll get to have uh, one day. I, I think you could really at this point with college basketball years, how am I going to be able to go in the living room? Incredibly, man, ain't nobody can. No, no one's right. pretending that anyone's going to be anywhere that long anymore. Do we have to do this anymore? I don't think so. I also think that the fan clutter around we need a guy for the next 20 years is... You luck into that guy. You don't go looking for that guy. I agree. You don't... Frankly, you don't want the guy that settles. You, you, you want the guy who's totally on fire and is not looking for a lifetime contract. I mean, I'm sorry, but I mean, everybody, everybody who's telling me they want a 20-year guy is also making fun of Barnhart for giving Calipari a lifetime contract. 
It looks ridiculous now, of course. No, you're a 20-year guy, four years at a time. I think that's right. I think that's totally right. I'm not saying that someone can't do it. What I'm saying is that it's very unlikely. And for you to set yourselves up contractually for that is just not. I'm with you. It just doesn't make totally. sense. Um, do you believe KP, or do you think this is his conjecture of, oh, no, these kids will come if I stay? I think. Well, do you think he has promises? I think the the funny the funny part about the article is all it says is that they'll commit, right? And that's really I, I think right. the, the problem for Kenny is none of this works. Like even if these kids were to commit, do any of us get to put our guard down and and and, and believe that they will definitely be here and play for Louisville after Trenton Flowers? No, we don't. You can hope, but then Kenny has also said. Eight weeks ago, that freshman can't play over the freshman he has now. Correct. And eight weeks, or, or just a couple of weeks ago, that freshman coming out of AAU don't know how to play defense, and the number one problem with this team is defense. So this, the the solution that's being presented here in this article doesn't address what he says the problem is. Right. And it it's it strings together this 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 necklace of things together that are so unlikely. That this whole roster is going to stay together, mm-hmm. and they're all going to come back, right. and you're going to add transfers and unnamed dudes from France. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> it is. Uh, was it yesterday? Was the one year anniversary of him being in Africa, and this unnamed player that never came was also part of that. So the timing of the article was also beautiful that way. <laughs> well, and we had a very similar article from from Rick in April of last year. In which uh, McKenzie and Baco getting back on the market was supposed to be the place where he, you know, Kenny and his staff were going to have their opportunity. He never even visited. How much of a disaster would that kid be here? The same. I mean, it'd be no, that's the thing. The problem is not quantitative. No. It's not that Kenny is, is just lacking in things and that if you gave him more things, he'd be fine. It is Qualitative. It's how they do things. And if I give you more, it'll just be proportionally worse. Keith Pointer, if you are listening, which he does um, occasionally, not to this show, but to other shows. I'm just kidding. Hi, Keith. Uh, can you text Dennis and let him know that because uh, a uh, text has a question. 437 is our UPS jobs text line. Can uh, can Hurd illegally announce uh, Kenny's termination now, but make it effective April 1st to save the money? I think that's a fair question. Yeah, that's uh, not for me. That is a fair question. I don't know the answer to that. Um, Texter, do, 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 do. Yeah, you know, the, the, this is the other part, too. Um, don't forget, it was Bozich that found it funny and laughed about the pit player clowning Kenny during a game. I, I exploded at that. That that rubbed me so the wrong way. Just people care way too much around here for that. You can't. That's not funny. It just isn't. Uh, Texter KP saying uh, kids will commit if he stays is blackmail. Uh, you can't That's what I said hostage. yesterday. That's a good point. I asked everyone for one word descriptions or what's one word summaries of that article, and I said it was blackmail. It was attempt. It's a, it's an attempt at blackmail. It's an attempt. I, <laughs> I'm not disagree with you. Yeah. Um, is Dino Gaudio here? I'm just kidding. Um, uh, he was. <laughs> it's a, it's a more effective attempt than Dino's was. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. remember when we got that audio. Oh, I do remember when we got that audio. <laughs> Texter, uh, the problem is Kenny will still be the coach. The kids don't matter. It's a terrible coach. Yeah, I mean, that's what we were just saying. It's like it doesn't matter if McKenzie and Baco would come here. The team wouldn't be demonstrably different. The record wouldn't be demonstrably different. That's what those of us who watch this team and have that opinion feel. It yeah, doesn't two, matter who's going to Two show years up. into this, they're, on Ken Palm, they are not better 
offensively, defensively, or overall in the ratings than the team that got Chris Mack to quit. Mm. And so two years into it, they have not even re, they have not reached sea level yet, much less actually gotten better. And the idea that just pl- sort of plugging in new guys uh, is going to somehow fix it, that's what this year was. Mm. And it hasn't helped. Uh, Texture wants to know, hey, uh, let me ask you guys, why hasn't anyone in the media asked Heard what he was thinking with this contract? Maybe someone has. And I missed it, but if someone could, uh, please ask that question. I I don't talk to Josh Heard in this medium. Um, and it's not because I've asked. <laughs> I just don't. Um, that is that is more a question for someone like you, Mark Ennis, who does get his ear once in a while. Um I'd be surprised if you'd be willing to answer questions like that Especially while during, Kenny's still during coach. the employment. Yeah, right. Uh, I would, I would think that when there is the press conference, uh, and the, will someone ask after he's fired? Please, absolutely. Is, is on there, and I, I will. No, we can I talk contract. Say, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I, I think because that's on the table. For well, I, I think the only value at this point now is lessons learned from this, right? Like, can we at least learn where we made mistakes? Well, how did we miss? Uh, issues with Kenny that we maybe should have been able to see. Did you structure this contract in a way that maybe if you look back on it, hey, how do we avoid this in the future? Sure, I I, I suspect Josh will do a sincere sort of sit down to everybody. Athletic trainers always do that when you fire a coach. And some of those questions about the nature, I mean, why, a six-year contract? Why? You know, that sort of thing? Sure, I think it's fair game. Did this happen? Did a, did a Brom Twitter account go crazy over Cronin this morning? Did that happen? This morning? Yeah. Okay, so I have Bring Brom Home blocked and have for a very long time. (laughs) So I don't know what uh, that person does. It might be. There's a Brom Twitter. Is there a Brom? Of course it's a Brom. Well, the Bring Brom Home guy has moved on to... McCronin. Yes. Nick is the pick or whatever. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It shows up on my horse racing picks. Really? Oh, yeah. Sure. (laughs) Why not? Welcome into the Kentucky Racing So Bring Brom Home is Mick Cronin's brother. (laughs) You think it's Dan? Cronin on? (laughs) It connects a lot of That's dots. one of my great accomplishments before I, I had this job was that text, Cronin on, it's as good as it gets. You're right. Uh, Should have thought of that. Her deserves a lot more criticism for missing opportunities to blow the plug. He's partly responsible for letting this continue. Do you agree with that assessment? He should have fired him after the Kentucky game. Yeah, I do. So part that. of that you, you agree with, yeah. right? Is that we're yeah. just sitting in this stew and we don't yeah. need to be. Um, yeah, and I, th- I think the... What Ohio State has done since firing Chris Holman is is sort of the they're totally different. Yeah, the, it could not be more different. And it's and no one think no one thought let's fire Chris Holman. It'll fix this team and no, save the right. season. It's just let's just let everybody know this is not okay. What we're doing is not this and, is not to the standard. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but Chris Holman is also not a beloved alum. You know, with a lot of personal support, so that, like it's not perfectly analogous. He's not black, but that's well. He's not the first black coach. No, seriously. that's true. Hey, listen, that's fine. You're right about that, uh, and that stuff does matter. It does. And I, I don't mind the idea if it turns out, hey, at this press conference that it's like, look, this is one of our own. Yes. And we thought it was the it was best to uh, err oh, on the side of grace. That's what they're going to say. If he says that, I think everyone should be okay with that. I think they're going to say that. Yeah. And I, I don't. I don't think that that's necessarily the worst thing in the world. Either. I, I think something Deaner's talked about since November, December is going to come true when we get to that point, which is they're going to say we wanted to give him every single opportunity possible because of who he is and his importance to our program and its history, et cetera, et cetera. For sure, I, I think for sure they're going to say that. Well, and I I said this at the, t- at the tail end of the show yesterday. Uh, I think everyone's sort of keenly aware of, of how much uh, Bozich was knives out for Chris Mack. Yes. And that one of the things that concerned me about the article 
about this quote unquote plan is not so much that it was just sort of a irrational case for keeping Kenny as much as I was I fear it's laying the groundwork for undercutting the next guy Oof. that Bozich is sort of is, is planting these seeds Do you now know where I watched this happen was was with Michigan football when I was a kid they hired Rich Rodriguez and they never gave that guy a chance. Not a chance. Yep. And he would have been awesome there. I read I mean, John Bacon's book, Three and Out. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I know. Johnny U. He never he had a chance. Never had a chance. I mean, never, never had a chance. And I was way on the outside looking in at that one, but you could just see it where he, the guy could clearly coach. I mean, at, especially at the time. It is We're, we're going to do this later, but Pat White, dude, like – Holy bleep. <laughs> like, like maximizing that guy. And then he gets Michigan. They don't even give him a chance. And if, if we're setting that up here, man, I can tell you it takes 20 years to get over. I don't know if... I mean, it takes 20 years to get over I mean, that, let's, I Everyone just sort of have your radar on. Whoever the next coach is next year, if they start out 4-4 four and four or something and just sort of stumble a little bit out of the gates that you can almost set your like you it's going to happen we're going to get the the Rick piece that's could have had Sedan and and uh right right Carter Knox and then yeah, yeah. all the stuff from like, like we could have had like it's going to be there yeah. be and and you can see it now for for the sort of cynical piece that it is be inoculated now uh Texter, don't forget gratitude, Mark. That's a grace gratitude joke on this show about <laughs> about Mitch Barnhart talking about Kentucky being a football school. Uh, let's start there. Uh, Texter, can we just collectively ignore Bozich moving forward? He's like uh, Tucker Carlson and Putin. No, we can't ignore him. That's no. kind of the point here. Is is one of the grace. reasons? I- <laughs> gratitude. Let's start. Let's there. start there. Let's start. I uh, no. Didn't peg Mitch for a uh, Heidelberg Catechism guy. <laughs> I got problems with you Heidelberg people. Uh, Texter, we we hear often Joshua's interim and probably didn't 100% make the hire. Do we know who all was in his ear? Because I'd love to know because they need to be publicly blasted. I That is the other part of breakups like this that are going to be ugly. There, there, there's the going recriminations? To be some, yes. Yeah. There, there, there's going to be a lot of that because, I mean, even on this station, I've heard other hosts say things like, you need to sit down and let us make the next hire. That's not how you build a fan base. Yep. It just isn't. And it's not not a productive way to go about those things. do 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 um, <laughs> I, I don't. I, you okay? Yeah, this is a text that is not. Um, is it not for you? Because those are the best. It shouldn't be on the text line at all. It, oh, the, it involves someone's private medical in yeah, I don't information. Need to do that. Yeah, the uh, the ninety three nine text line, six eighty text line. Never like there. Did you hear someone this morning on their show? Fixed. Did you hear? Did you hear what they said? The text line over there is Facebook. The text line over here is Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. That's That's absolutely right. Um, Text. I'd rather be four and four than worrying about losing to schools like the Galen College of Nursing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What if this guy commits? Does he get a a year three now? I know. The answer is no. Okay. this text about someone's health information is very funny. Um, also, uh, Bozich said during one of his recap shows that you referenced uh, just now that it was year zero last year, and this was year one. But in the article, he says year three. Um, why do you think he's inconsistent about that? Because they it, they don't believe any of this. Correct. Well, in in the sense of like the the, the the arguments for and against, like it it is selective. It's yeah. it, it, it 
and, and everyone sees through it. I mean, Kenny himself said after after the uh, the North the North Carolina game, this is year one for me. And then after they get blown out by Notre Dame, says I hope people can see that we have improved from year one to year two. So even he can't be consistent about what year it is in his mind. But it only whatever suits him, whatever benefits him, that's the year that it is. Do you know what this this feels like? Do you ever watch a buddy and he's dating a girl? Yes, I'm. And she and she just makes these arguments with him that that don't make sense, and and you watch him just suffer, yes, trudge through it, yes, yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel like Bozich is the bad girlfriend. He's the bad girlfriend. He knows what the truth is, but he's just lying about it. Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> no, that would make Kenny the bad girlfriend. Is Kenny the bad girlfriend? He's telling you about it. Yeah, right. Their fights. But he's defending it. They're <laughs> like, you enough, should dump right. that dude. God, it's a great point. Right? Like, yeah. you should like, get rid of her. And, and the guy's like, no, man. Like, And then he just defends it. You're like, but when this is over, you're going to regret all of this. Texter, what do you think the reaction would be to a GoFundMe to buy out KP? The, see, now, I don't I don't want to encourage any of that. I understand. I w- no, I wanna, no, they're asking what the reaction would be. Um, I would... I would it would be underwhelming. I would be well. Yes, I, I would be embarrassed. Would be, well, this is the thing: we don't need to make these grand statements yeah. of attendance or money or platitudes, whatever. Just do things the normal way and just do them. Like if you want to fire the guy on April first, fire the guy on April first. It's fine. Just do it. Wish him well. Hand him his check. Move on. You don't need to crowdsource. You don't need to be Tennessee and raise nineteen dollars at a time or whatever the hell they did a couple of years ago. We need to be that place. You need to get your dick out, put it on the table because you want a bio for some basketball coach. Don't need to do that here. It's Please okay. don't do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was don't be Clay Travis with Tennessee fans when they try right. to hire well, Greg Gianna. Right. And I don't. I think Louisville fans deserve a lot of credit for having been portrayed as that kind of fan base early on in Kenny Senior, and they are not that. And Correct. you, you have that. not seen. You haven't even seen the vitriol that we saw for Cal. You know, where please go to Texas or getting booed yep. after they lose at home to Gonzaga. Like, you haven't even seen that from Louisville fans. And I think, let's just finish it up this way. Let's stay this way. You don't need to be debased by the situation, too. I think even you saw the, the Notre Dame game and people just left. Yes. It was more just they left. That's right. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. The, I'm putting the, a boundary here. Off. I'm not going to be outraged by this anymore. And that's, that's where it's going to end, I think. Texture, I would compare Bozich to Sleepy Joe. I know CNN Ennis will love the comparison. Texture. <laughs> uh, to do, uh, do we actually believe Bozich that the kids would commit if he kept the job? What is your why would a top kid come to this? Mess? There's nothing. That, none of us. None of us believe the commit is an empty word, though. Correct. He right. can get. He can make a graphic and he can tweet it. Great. Yep. Now what? Trent Flowers did that too. Trent Flowers showed up and left. Do we, uh, we're, uh, can we can we put a bow on Trenton Flowers, by the way? Can we just do that? He Not went to USA He went to USA basketball camp and then came back and went, oh, holy crap, this isn't basketball, right? Yeah. That's what happened, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll talk with Mark Ennis even more. How about that? Next segment here, Roboco, ESPN 680-1057. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash careanywhere. 
it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rebeau. All right, welcome back in. It is your mom's favorite sports talk radio show. Rebeau & Co. here, ESPN 680-1057. Got you till noon, Bobby V. After us, roundtable, 3 o'clock. Or you can flip over to 93.9 and hear Mark Ennis over on The Drive. Uh, obviously, the finest of uh, drive time shows here at uh, ESPN Louisville. Um, I'm just kidding in case uh, Strebel's listening, which he's not. All right, so... <clears throat> If he is, get back to work. Yeah, go educate children, please. Um, the get back to work. <laughs> I can't imagine. Which is true of like most of imagine, our listenership. Yeah, whatever. Start working, please. The uh, what we discovered on this show is we we have a huge contingency of dudes at the Ford plant, uh, delivery drivers, of course. I mean that makes sense, and then um, just random dudes at their desk. Who really don't want to be at their desk? Right. Who got to, they got to work between eight and nine? <laughs> yes. They did that first flurry of work, and now yeah. they're like, I can catch my breath and turn okay. on the show. Yeah, no, well, listen, yeah. Louis. Yeah, that's exactly. Shout out to you all. You <laughs> no, guys are the ones holding it no, down. You make this economy go. Yeah, yeah. And a fair number of people uh, I've discovered on the text line, especially, live nowhere near Louisville, but they're yes. from here, right? Yes. So Florida, different places, whatever. Yep. God bless and, technology. Listen. Love that. It's fantastic. No, the streaming stuff is awesome. It really is. I know and, we have regular listeners in who text in and call in from Kansas. Tennessee, sure. Florida. Absolutely. I mean, they're everywhere, and yeah. we love it. It's frankly, it's one of the best things that's happened as part of, uh, especially the horse racing podcast that we do. It's like I've met people in L.A. and Miami, New York, and you know, Indianapolis. I mean, everywhere. It's great. And so uh, we we even have we'll have people who listen to that show who are from. So we had a guy, Mike uh, is his name. He came up from Texas with his dad for a dudes weekend. It was like, hey, we're going to the track on Friday. What should we do? And I was like, I'll meet you there. Because I had this show, and the first race was 12.30, and I was like, you want to go in the paddock? How about the winter circle? Do you want to check these things out? You get to do those things. It's fun. It's good. So there you go. It's a nice uh, it's a nice thing to be able to, to meet people from different places. It's a fellowship. Kind of stuff. It is. It is. Sports brings us together, man. It drives us apart. Um, Texture Streamble's listening to KSR, Louie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Texter, I'm a sales guy, and I listen every day while I'm driving around. There you go. There it is. Yep, absolutely. Well, good. Glad you're uh, glad you're out there selling, man. That's good. Um, I predicted right before I went on vacation that with the talk from the Big Ten commissioner that they would immediately talk about expanding the CFP, and then I came back, and they were talking about expanding the CFP. Which one needs to be expanded less, the NCAA tournament or the CFP? Like how I turn it around? <laughs> it's called professional radio, Mark. The NCAA tournament, just because I, I think you could make the college football playoff bigger and and not necessarily kind of ruin it by as long as you don't do other things too. Uh, but with the NCAA tournament, it just it doesn't need to get any bigger to me. Uh, you might tweak some things about where you seed teams and things like that, some more rules so that you avoid, I think, the mid-majors playing each other in the first round and stuff right. like that would be wonderful. Uh, but... Th- 
I don't know that they necessarily intended to, but they seem to have really settled on the place where you just don't ever get a bad team in the NCAA tournament unless they've done the miracle thing in their conference tournaments. The at-larges that get picked based on their resumes are never atrocious. And it just seems like the next level of, of expansion would necessarily bring in a bunch of... 16 and 15 teams from the ACC and the SEC and the Big Ten. And, and I don't want to watch that. You don't want to watch that. That's not compelling. Uh, and they will get murdered in the first round of the NCAA tournament on the reg. And that's boring. Mm. I don't need that. Okay. What about you? What do you think? So I have a different take on football, I think, than other people in that. I hear all these... You hate it? Kind of. No. Uh, the <clears throat> well, That'd be great. It is ruining everything. Like doing this, everything in the name of football, just jacking up everything else that we really like. Yeah, that is kind of crappy. If you want to hear someone just be sad about that, our guy Jay Davis, who will do the podcast oh. tonight, is just the saddest about the end of the Big Ten and in like the way we grew up with yep. it, like driving to other campuses and doing the thing and mm-hmm. doing those things. Like he's legitimately, he would, all those fan bases are the same. Correct. Correct. Oh no, the Previously. number of times. But the number of times I could tell stories of Wisconsin's in town for their once every four year visit, and I'm just like, come over to the tailgate, like just just do it, right? Yeah. Those sorts of things that you lose that collegiality because what UCLA fan is traveling for that game? I mean, they don't even travel across town to no, their that's games. Right. I mean, what, how many Washington fans are really going to get on right. a plane for a game in East Lansing right. when they're also going to Columbus or they're also you know going to Oregon or something? Or at right? all? Or, or at all in general? That's right. And so I. Some of those things do go away with football. I'm I the thing I had to hear about for the last, you know, th- about 3 to 5 years ago was the head injuries thing in football. Yeah. And then instead of doing something about it, they added a game to the NFL season. They added time to overtime in every game. And then in the playoffs they were like, "We're going to play another game in the playoffs." And we got l- terrible pun I'm about to spit into this pop block. We got beat over the head about head injuries in the NFL. And then they were like, we're going to expand everything. And now we're talking about college guys, many of whom will not get millions of dollars for playing yeah. football, playing an extra four games to win the national title. Four? Do people understand how many car accidents that is for a lineman or for a running back or a safety, a guy on kick returns? So that's my thing is <clears throat> either we just admit we don't give a bleep about people's brains. Yeah, that's true. Just say it out loud. We let UFC happen. Those guys get knocked out every fight. It is incredible to watch. When those pop up on my... Now that I've said it out loud, my phone's going to be full of it. But if those pop up on my... I don't watch because I'm like, did he die? Right. I don't know how people watch UFC. God bless you if you like it. Good for you. But I just... I don't know how people watch. I just assume those guys are dead. Because they just fall over. I think you're also setting up a a scenario where... I think with, with the NCAA tournament... You know, playing basketball doesn't seem inherently risky. It isn't to some Obviously extent. Obviously it is, yes. But with football, it is. And you've got guys, the the opt-out of the bowl thing, which has basically ruined every bowl that's not a college football playoff bowl. Uh, you can't tell me. Let me back up. With the college football playoff, if you expand it and you're going to ask the very best teams to play a bunch more games, you are going to get prominent players who opt out of the playoff. Absolutely agree. And you, you, it's it's going to happen. And the should, best teams in college are not necessarily loaded with the best NBA guys, and there are just so many fewer of them. But in college, in college football, the best teams are also basically filled with the pros too. Those people are going to opt out of playing sixteen game college seasons if they know the NFL is right around the corner. That's going to happen. They're ruining the whole thing. They are. Yeah, I, it's too many. I mean, the sixteen is way too many. 
having to win four games to win the title after almost certainly a 13-game regular season. We're actually talking about 17 games for college kids. So what's your solution? Would we get rid of the college football, the playoff or not the, playoff, I, I the conference title games? Shorten the regular season? There is no solution. The problem, uh, yeah. Can't, no one will go backwards. Now, okay. No, no, but I think the thought experiment's not a bad one. So let's go back. I wouldn't have a CFP. I would go back to before all the I'd get rid of conference BCS. championship games. I'd get rid of the title games. They're meaningless because most of the time now with the Big Ten, the SEC especially, they're both going to make it anyway, so who cares? Uh, 11, that, and, and 11 regular season games? Do you go back? You can't. You can't you, I, you're I, not going to get people to do that. No, of course not. It's too much money, man. Football is a mess anyway. It's the game that you try to play the least amount of. Right. But there's the most demand for. Right. Yes, right. Yeah. I remember, uh, I, do you remember this when they started Thursday Night Football? Mark Cuban was like, eh, careful. Careful. You, you don't want to become the NBA because our ratings are not what you have. And people like you partly because of the scarcity. And then they brought Thursday Night Football and it's popular and it's worth a lot of money. But what do all of us say about Thursday night games? They suck. They do. They suck. Al Michaels is like, this is a prison. <laughs> and this is and this is what you're talking about is you you have to space those games. Otherwise, they're not good. They're not good. Bobby Petrino. The, the, the playoffs this year, let's say it out loud. The playoffs were not good football this year in the NFL. Bobby Petrino hated good. those five day games. Like he, he thought it was uh, unconscionable, which is saying something for him. <laughs> Bobby Petrino says something's unconscionable. <laughs> You really screwed up. Besides, like, <laughs> monogamy. Like, Other than right. monogamy. Sorry. That wasn't nice. He has to wear that neck brace at every game now. Oh, man. He's going to ball out this year. He's he? going to be the head coach by week seven. He's going to ball out, isn't Absolutely. he? Absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't know about the ball out part, but he's going to be the head coach by week seven. I'm positive of that. This is a coup, and Pittman yeah. can do nothing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because look, they love him there. Have you heard their radio guys? Oh, I know. It won't work, but <laughs> there's an, I, I, they are way, way up there in fan base uh, in terms of uh, the quest for how it used to be. Arkansas is way, way up there. I agree. They, uh, it's weird, though, because like their memories are like that they were winning the SEC every year. They went and lost the Sugar Bowl one time to Ohio State, and that was kind of it. Right. I don't know. I, I, God bless them. <laughs> Taxer Louie, uh, to play off Zach's words from yesterday, if you don't want a playoff football expansion, then you're against having fun. Um, exactly. Taxer, a lot of those Monday night games suck too. I, that, I think, is more of a one-off. The Thursday thing is so consistently not great. It's it's just, it just isn't. But, um, I was thinking about football when I was in Mexico because there's such a, I mean, it's every NFL stuff everywhere. In Mexico? Yes everywhere and and zach and i were talking uh they're gonna play a regular season game in brazil and i was like man don't they need to solidify nope no they don't no no they don't mexico is solidified and it was interesting it wasn't i expected it to be which team which team do we expect come on all right come on zach what's what's the theme on this show cowboys the cowboys right oh no it was everything it was it was dolphins fans it was uh texans fans it was um will that be weird if like you know how people here all have people who love English Premier League yeah. will just pick a team over there and right. like it. Right. Yeah. Like I heard I Chase say, like, is... I like Liverpool. Right. And my, my little brother likes uh, Man City. Right. Are people going to do that? Is that what we're saying? Like I'm people so in Mexico so, City are going to be like, way, I like the yeah. Jets. You're like, Ooh. I, think, I like <laughs> CJ Stroud. I'm a Texans fan. Right. I, 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 sure. 
Okay. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing. I'm so jealous of those people. My, my family's from a terrible town in Belgium that has a terrible soccer team. And so I feel compelled to be a fan of theirs. And they're about to get relegated, and it's not fun. Oof. It's just not fun. I'm having a horrible sports year. It's remarkable. It's, it's remarkable. I, I, It'll pass. I, I don't think it will. That's the thing. I think Detroit's going to suck for a while and everything. The Lions are good, and that's it. And they're but they're done. I think they're done. They said to play. They had to pay Marcus Maven's kid a bunch of money to play special teams. I mean, they're done. They're done. Brett Holmes is gonna be all right. <laughs> uh, to do tax or crazy money is made on every football game. The more games played, the fatter the wall gets. That's uh, that is, I think, the overarching thing. But there is a tipping point at which you stop getting the same sort of value out of out of that stuff which is what the, what right. you, the whole point of you bringing up Mark Cuban that's there, what Mark saying like we just about, kept yeah. going thinking every time we do more yep. of this we get more of this yes. and right I just thought of this do you find this odd that the national championship game next year is going to be played on inauguration day and two days be- and the two days before that are NFL divisional round games so all the focus is going to be on of course the NFL playoffs but I, I think it, the, the focus is always going to be on the NFL playoffs the college football was never organized. But more the so whole the deep They're playing the national title game on a Tuesday? They're playing it on Monday. January 20th. Got it. January 6th wasn't available? No, I think that's... Semifinals. Semifinals. <laughs> they didn't have the courage to play the title game on January 6th. January 6th is the semifinal. I didn't know that. What's the next one? No, I'm kidding. I have oh. no idea. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm just kidding. No, it's not. <laughs> it's two weeks prior. They're probably a Monday night football game. Maybe an NFL playoff game that night. Yeah. Do you think they keep the three-game NFL schedule? I think they do. What do you mean three-game? Uh, two games in three days. Uh, two games a day for three days in the sixteen round. I think they do. Yeah, I think they will. Yeah, yeah. I think that went over well. Oh, I think I think the Monday afternoon game did way better than they thought it was. Yep. Now I think it was is that MLK Day or yeah, they they yeah, said yeah. they might do it on MLK Day in the future. They don't plan on doing it regularly, but yeah, outside of that, because people are at will. home regardless. So I think I think they will. I, I think. That doesn't matter. I think it's the NFL. <laughs> People cut out the same way that they cut out Thursday for the NCAA. Yeah. Do you think they're going to play on Christmas when it's on a Wednesday this year? No. That one I don't. But I think the NBA will. Texture, do we storm the court on January 6th? Yeah. <laughs> do you agree with Billis that they should bring in the National Guard oh, and arrest man. students? I saw that. Yeah. I, I, what's happening? Do you know what it is? I Actually, do you want to hear my Billis theory? That it was Duke? No, it's it's way simpler than that, actually. All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why Jay Billis said what he said next. Um, a reminder: some programming around here. Since I'm not in my email, that's not going to be an easy. You thing can, to by do. the way, the idea of trying to arrest ten thousand Wake Forest students whose dads are all lawyers is ridiculous. <laughs> no way. Oh, man. Uh, the Kenny Payne Show will re-air at 2 o'clock ahead of Mark's show. You talk about a lead-in. Uh, Indiana, Wisconsin, 645 on 680. We'll have the Jeff Walsh show over on 93.9 at 7 o'clock. And, of course, uh, tonight you'll have that Kentucky basketball postgame show at 9 o'clock uh, after the game in Starkville, which we will get to in the 11 o'clock hour. Louis Rabot alongside Zach Cantrell hanging out with Mark Ennis. Got one more segment with Mark, and then we'll get you through till noon. Bobby V after us here at ESPN 680, 105.7. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. 
Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. All right, welcome back in alongside the man on the ones and twos, Zach Cantrell. I am Louis Rabo. Stort, oh, court storming, let's get to it uh, here on uh, Roboco ESPN 680-1057. I will do a Canes read today. Reminder to uh, Jeff Wall's show is tonight, 7 o'clock, live at Parlor in J-Town. Uh, it'll be right after the Cardinal Insider over there on 93.9, which is, of course, after our guy Mark Ennis, who's on 3 to 6 over on 93.9 weekdays uh, on the drive. What did you make of Coach uh, taking the, the players out to midcourt, sort of a very public way of, of talking about the loss after the Virginia game? Uh, he does not fool around. Uh, we, he, I think we just have been uh, sensitized yeah. to coaches uh, doing this sort of thing because Kenny does not ever do this sure. sort of thing. Uh, and, and look, Jeff comes, Jeff comes on the show every week on Tuesdays at 4.30, uh, and he'll do the same thing with us. He, just, he doesn't hold back, uh, but he has results to back that sort of thing up. It's not at all unlike Rick Pitino absolutely crushing his guys, and then they win. He's like, yeah, I was doing that on purpose. Like he, These guys know what they're doing. I think what you're getting, though, is with portal-laden teams, yes. there are ladies on this team that have never been through the grind of a whole season and right. getting sharpened for the postseason. Welcome to the big leagues, ladies. Yes, I, I think that's part of it. And also the other part is, I remember Zach and I talking about it, maybe off air even, just it's coaching. Like, it's just coaching. It's okay. Like it's, it's okay that this is happening. Um, and by the way, it's, it's refreshing, frankly, to see it with women. I think we, sometimes we, we infantilize women's sports and we don't need to. We simply don't need to. Like the, the, Jeff Walls works as hard as any men's coach in the country, right? And I'm not trying to do the look at women's sports thing, but just, of course, it's a good it's coaching. It's yep. basketball. You're supposed to do that. Um, Texture, I'm telling you, public executions, they'll never rush the court again. All right, so Jay well, That's true. <clears throat> I, was, I was thinking about – this is what happens when you go on vacation. You think about you got free time the to philosophical think. things in mm-hmm. life rather than, uh, wow, what a defensive breakdown by Louisville. All right, so – and I, I didn't listen to a lot of media when I was on – you know, had all – you know, the kids were all with us and all this kind of stuff. But have you noticed – so COVID happens, and and I'm going to do a five year societal trend thing with Jay Billis. Right You're going to do the uh, the Phil Steele thing. You're going to start five years ago. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. A little Phil Steele on a Tuesday. All right, so we have we have the COVID stuff. Everybody's cooped up. We have the the demonstrations around the country. All these different things, right? And there are reactions that are different around the country. And then things start to fall back into place, and there's a a pushback against some of the things that happened, etc. I was listening the other day to Dr. Phil. Okay? This is going to be great. And I'm not a... I've never watched the show. Dr. Phil? Yes. Nah, you're missing out. Am I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's probably just on at a time when I'm not watching television. The best thing about Dr. Phil is when he's like, someone has done something wrong, sure. and he'll say, I am a mandated reporter, 
Because in most states, everyone is a mandated oh, reporter, right. and then he'll be like, "You have to do what I'm telling you, or else I'm going to report oh. you." Which is the exact opposite, <laughs> opposite of, of a mandated is, yeah. reporter is. <laughs> that's extortion. So anyway. he's so he's become one of these guys, right? Who is on a very specific side of the gender issue? He's on a very specific side of mental health issues and these kinds of things, right? And he's he is seen as a person. He's one of these guys, and I I think you've probably seen a lot of them who say things like, "Oh." For a long time, I was a liberal, but now what being a liberal means has changed. Or I've been a conservative forever, but now what being a conservative means has changed, right? And they they focus their their vitriol that way on a certain group or on a person or on a politician, whatever it might be. I think Jay Billis is riding this wave. And it's the law and order wave, whatever it sounds like to people, that just seems so great. What we need is more of a police presence. What we need is this and this and this and this. And to those people, the easiest solution for a societal issue is to just crack down on it. And I think Jay Billis has fallen into this. I think he's just part of a larger trend in the culture. I think he has no idea that he's doing it. Where? What else would you – like what's another – can you give me another example? Oh, I think with homelessness. Oh, like just, just like in San up. Francisco, just round them up. Yeah. Throw them away, right? Throw them into something. Just grab housing. Just take them off the streets. Just do it. This kind of stuff. I think that, you know, oh, it's an open drug scene in this place? Just clean it up. We don't need to, there's no other part of the solution. Just go clean it up. And I think a lot of people are falling into this. And partly, I think it's justified in part of it because you're just fed up with crap. It's stuff that didn't nothing. happen 10 years ago, instead of doing nothing, yeah. or what they feel like is nothing. Right. What seems like nothing to them. Right. right. What seems like nothing to them because they're not involved in the processes and, and other things. But like, if, if you hear these stories, and remember, <laughs> If it happens in the world, there's a camera on it now. Oh, that's right. Right? And I think Jay Bill's just one of these guys. I think he's fallen into that. And the only way to fix these things is just to oppress people or to to suppress, I should say, in this case. I don't I don't that that's the conclusion I've come to with Jay Billis. Is he has fallen into this thing that other people have done. It does seem like we're trying to solve an issue or a problem that really doesn't exist. Like, do we really have to do anything? About court, like, do we have to do? In, is there really Zach a and I problem? Argued yesterday, no, no, there really isn't a problem. That's right. Like, I don't, I don't want it to go away. I agree with you because, and I saw some people like, we don't see this in the NBA, right? Because we're not like we don't take classes with the NBA guys during the week. Like, it is unique to college sports, and it's we're already trying to stamp out so many of these kind of organic, non-professional things out of college sports that really are why we like them the way that we do. I don't. Do we really need to do anything? Also, Kyle Filipowski is fine. Of course he is. He is not injured. No. He will suit up for, for Duke tomorrow night, and he will probably have like a double-double against him. Uh, Dr. Phil, texter, Dr. Phil's made hundreds of millions of dollars just telling people common sense uh, solutions that our grandparents gave us for free. <laughs> uh, Can't texter, change tell- what you won't acknowledge. Tell Duke to win, then they won't have the problem. <laughs> Cubillus. <laughs> oh man, uh, Texter. Uh, should the should the Cards fans uh, rush the court no matter what if they win a game the rest of the year? No, oh, come on. I just I just uh, I just complimented everybody for their their above board behavior all year. Let's not make asses of ourselves here at the end. What about the day that he gets fired? Do we just open up the Yum Center? Okay, no, that and might everybody be. Storm the court. We'll go storm. We'll storm the uh, the Keeper Center. Yes. Is that what we'll do? Or the administration building? Storm the keepers. <laughs> what a sentence. Storm the keepers. 
Oh man, looking for a problem. Looking for a problem to my solution is my specialty. That's a good text. Oh man, that's what I think is happening. I think he's just part of a larger trend of social commentators who think the answer is to simply take action. And I understand the mentality. I do. I get it. Because it does feel like with some things, people just aren't doing anything. And that can be dangerous. Oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> but I, I, Well, but sh- people are reacting to Jay Billis the way that they should, by the way. They're outraged by the idea? Yes. Yeah, by and large, he's been mocked. Correct. Right. That's a good reaction. By the way, it's good that he said it out loud because I want people to continue to think that that's a dumb idea. It's a really bad idea to detain that's people been for theme. celebrating sports. That's been the theme of this whole hour. I want, if you have a terrible <laughs> opinion, I want you to put it out yeah, there so that we can all develop antibodies uh, to it. So Billis or uh, Rick's article uh, about Kenny getting a year three, like they're out there and we've all, we're all now inoculated to both of them. And uh, that exists. Taxter, when does Zach get to host uh, the drive for a week? He got to host Cantrell and Co. last week and he's doing the B show this week. It's pretty good. Uh, Texter, uh, court storming is actually performance art for me, for the me, me, me generation. Then explain Hank Aaron. Explain, you know, uh, just gobs of people. Look at any old photo of the polo grounds from the 20s. The Boston Celtics running out in the, like, come on. How about Duke fans rushing the floor in 86? Jay Billis' senior day. There it is. Uh, do, 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 do. Texture. Good for if, you. That's a good pull right there. If, so. Cardinals fa- if Cardinals win and they storm the court, will there be enough people there to actually fill the court? Damn it, I don't want to like that text, but that's funny. It's a good text. I'm not proud of that one. It's good, though. Uh, texture to be fi- Yeah, there it is. They wouldn't fill up the court. Texture. <laughs> we need a young center inter- insurrection. Texture. <laughs> oh, man. Since UofL has no chance to beat Duke, they should roll Filipowski out in a full body cast. I. I kind of agree with that, actually. He's going to play. I wouldn't let him play. He's fine. No, I know. But if I'm Duke and I need the Duke thing, Filipowski's in a, in a walk. No, they need him out to try to Willis Reed this thing. They need him <laughs> dragging a leg in a full cast up and down the floor. The flu game. Yeah, that's, that's what they need. And they need people behind the bench where you can see it on camera with, like, shame on you, Wake. Steve Forbes is far. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, good. Check by the way, I didn't need Wake Forest. I didn't need Steve Forbes out there apologizing for all of this either. I know. I know. I don't need all that. I know. It's like when Ohio State apologized to Caitlin Clark. How about how about we don't do that? Now that we've seen the video, you flopper. Oh, so, so don't we apologize apo- anyway. It's she's not the like white, they told her. To I'll tell you it. what, though. She's the white Larry Bird. What's up? We apologize, and then she doubled down and is yeah. like, okay, bet. <laughs> yeah, this is what actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. Oh, man. Uh, text her, the name of this show is Zach and Co. There you go. There you go. It is now. He's the captain that's, now. That's what I get, man. Take one vacation. I didn't say, <laughs> I didn't say There is something on the show sheet for Zach, and only for Zach, the top 80 college quarterbacks of the 2000s. 80? 80. So I, here's, <laughs> if Pat White's not at the top of the list, right oh, ahead of <laughs> Not here. Hate that guy. <laughs> he was so good. Dude. He was though. No, oh my god, he was. So I thought they good. were going to score on every, every play, play for two years. I really did. Is he going to run for forty yards or forty five yards? It was a nightmare. Time? It was such a nightmare. That offense was so like revolutionary. <laughs> it, was, it didn't. Does everyone forget how good his deep ball was too? But, like how but with the way that they ran the ball, like it would just be like it didn't even build up to anything. You just be like, oh crap, he's going all the way. Yeah, exactly. yeah. This is, he's gone. Did it to Louisville. 
You don't think I set every rushing record in the book in NCAA 07 with West Virginia? <laughs> We'd run for 800 yards a game. A game. Yeah, that's right. Based off of a play that was developed on accident, the read option, the quarterback just decided to keep it because he didn't want to hand it off because he knew the play would get blown up. And they're like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's actually Do that right. again. Right. <laughs> Jed Drenning was the guy's name. Oh, man. Uh, there is someone on our text line. Do you get these texts about the Louisville softball team? Yes. Yeah. 12 and 2. How about that? There you go. Hall's I was saying yesterday, job. I was saying yesterday, it's not a program that I've followed, but I drive past that stadium every day. I was listening to you when you said that. And it's awesome. So It's very nice. No, Holly does a great job. What's her last name? April. Holly April. A-P-R-I-L-E. Hmm. How about that? We've had her on a couple times. We did a show over there one time when they really went on a run yeah, yeah. towards the end of the season two seasons ago. Uh, very personable. Uh, and yeah, they, they just, the, the women's sports around here should thrive because this city and uh, Catholic schools and all that. Correct. Like, yep, that's absolutely. Right. No, that's right. Yep. I um, you've probably met her a couple times. Uh, Suzanne Bush, who used to sit mm-hmm. in with me a couple times, does a bunch of their games yep. for ACC Network Plus and stuff. Yeah. So there you go. Um, text are these fans. Uh, better hope the Duke player doesn't call Isaacs and Isaacs the hammer. <laughs> we'll just call Morgan. Morgan. We got this. That's right. We're good. I can't. The Filipowski thing, dude. It just if it's not Duke, we don't even hear about it, right? It's very simple, right? That it's we if it's maybe, Penn State, if it's Penn yeah, State, yeah, right. If, if they did this against Miami, but you also don't rush the court against Penn State. That's right. That's the other that's part the, it goes. Right. That's, it goes both directions. That's right. Yeah. The cure to all of this is just don't lose the Wake Forest. <laughs> don't lose Wake Forest. Um, Texter, at this no, point, no. we should only stay over the court for losses. <laughs> Or, or I just kept thinking busted by pitching attack. There's like 30 people out there dancing on the bird in the middle. Oh, or start trying to storm other people's courts. That's I uh, see now that I would like. Like just 50 Louisville fans running out on the floor at Miami. I think that would be amazing. What would be better? A a, a storm a, a court storming after a loss for a Louisville game or the one person who stormed the court after UDM? If it's Detroit one Mercy person, won. you're just a streaker. <laughs> one guy stormed the court after Detroit Mercy won their first game this season. Really? One guy went out there. By the way, that was probably everybody in attendance. Wow. Oh, it's bad up there. I don't know how they afford the program. I really don't. Um, Texter, do you get texts? Mark, do you get texts about the Beth Haven coach? No. Is that's only a joke on this show? No, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, see, this is where they're different. <laughs> What's the joke? I'm sorry. Should I know uh, that? Th- at one point, someone just said the Beth Haven coach would do a better job. Uh, and it's just and one he just of, became and a character. Boom. Gotcha. Boom. Gotcha. There it is. You understand. We will now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That's all that goes. All right. Well, he's Mark Ennis. What do you, um, I mean, we didn't get into this, and I, I apologize, and I don't want to make you hang around another segment, but there is an article today, and I imagine you'll talk about it on the drive, about how every top 25 team can make the CFP, and Louisville's in that article as the number 21 team. And it, it talks about their path being different in a 12-team field and that yep. kind of stuff. Um, it was pretty simple. Go 3-0 on the road against Notre Dame, Clemson, and Kentucky. Yeah. It, what's fun about football is it's pretty straightforward that way. Yeah, the, the, the schedules, I think, are kind of small enough, straight enough, uh, straightforward enough that you can – yeah, that's exactly – that's all that they have to do. Uh, I don't – it's it, it's a lot like it was when Louisville was in the Big East. Like you, you got to run the table, but if you do, you'll get in, no question. That's right. But it's not good enough that you can drop right. games. Right. That's right. Ten and two is not good enough, probably for next year. Yeah. So like a, probably a real step forward this year. So let's just make sure there's no pick game. 
and then take your results from there. If he takes that out of his... If there's no pit loss last year, they're going right. to Charlotte with a chance to make the, the 14 play. Yes, correct. Right. That's it's right. a completely different yep. scenario there. <sighs> texture, the Beth Haven students are above court storming. Texture, Beth Haven would have stopped the court storming. Texture, the Beth Haven coach is doing a considerably better job. <laughs> oh, Beth Haven. I don't even know where that started. What a great, ridiculous thing. Louisville will be a lock for the CFP if it wins the ACC, regardless of how it fares against Notre Dame in Kentucky. But the Cardinals could make a case for an at-large bid because of their schedule strength. Maybe I, I well, and a lot they'll of need that Clemson, depends on they'll, they'll need Clemson, Clemson to be good. not to be four. They need Notre Dame seven. to be really good, and they need Kentucky to be a little bit better than they were last year too, and beat them. <laughs> And actually win the game. Right. That's right. Yep. All right. He's Mark Ennis. He'll be on the drive three to six today over there on 93.9. Uh, we appreciate it very much. And uh, I, Happy to do it. I would spend like an hour on this football article because it's not getting paid. Yeah. I'll have to tell you Listen, how to it's, it's on the sheet. It's <laughs> on the list. It's on the sheet. There you go. All right. We'll get him out of here. Uh, when we come back, uh, we will get into this uh, quarterback list for sure. There's some NFL draft uh, things. I do want to talk about R.J. Davis scoring 42 in the Deem Dome last night. If you missed any of that, the condensed games they have on YouTube now. I, I watched it this morning. It's just six minutes of him crushing, just absolutely crushing. And if you appreciate guys just um, just absolutely uh, having monster nights, that's a, that's a chance there for uh, you to go back and check that out. Of course, we have to preview UK's trip to Starkville. We do it all next here at ESPN 680, 105.7.